0: And welcome back to the Village Trader Podcast. I'm your host, in Jabul Band. This podcast is aimed at helping new and experienced traders navigate the markets and learn from other traders. This is episode number 35. In this week's episode, we're chatting cryptocurrencies with Redwin Muller from Thick Markets. Please enjoy our conversation. Good afternoon, Redwin. How are you doing?
1: Ah, uh, doing very well. Not as well as uh, most traders out there, but yeah, I'm doing very well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, traders are making uh, um, um, some 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 money in the market. Um, you know, it's a bull market out
1: yeah. there. No, it is, and um, believe it or not, a lot of our clients. Um, very, I mean, like you said, we're talking about cryptocurrencies today. We've had a lot of clients who have been trading cryptocurrencies, and uh, they've been uh, on the right side of it. So that's been a nice thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. and hopefully they've realized those profits because um, the crypto market, as I understand it, is quite a volatile market.
1: You know, I was actually, that that was going to be the very first thing I wanted to just highlight to you before we even started the conversation (laughs) is to say the one thing I want to be very, very clear on with people uh, listening to this podcast is the crypto market is, I've never ever seen such volatility, I won't lie. Uh, And and when I say volatility, I'm talking going up and down, I mean, in minutes, you know, and and massive movements. So, yeah, um, I just want to make everyone aware of one thing. You're trading in cryptocurrency, just remember and remember one thing very clearly. This is one of the most volatile markets I've ever seen in my entire history of being involved in share trading
0: yeah, and, and, and volatility is nice when you're on the right side of it. And, but when you're on the wrong side of it, it's, it, it can be quite painful.
1: It is. Um, I mean, and you, of all people you know, I'm the type of trader that likes to go, you know, uh, full-on in. I mean, if I've got, a, will go 90% of my, mar, you know, I'll use 90% of my margin available on a trade. Um, I actually, before this year, I mean, and, and, you know, me and you were chatting already last week and I said, okay, you know what, I'm going to, I'm looking at the, the cryptos and that there, let me actually, you know, the best way to always learn and to get prepared for any interview is actually go in and trade it. And I traded it and I promise you, I only used 10% of uh, my cash I had available as margin, (laughs) (laughs) And I even felt that was a bit high.
0: Yeah, 10%, ten percent. even in the, in, the, in the CFD markets, in, in the stock market, 10% of your margin is, is quite
1: high. Yeah, but look, I mean, like I said, I, I, I like to take on a big risk. I, I, I know my risk, but at the same time, the minute I go in, um, before that trade is even, you know, before I even hit the trade in, I've got a stop loss in place. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. stop loss is very tight.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and I much- won't lie to you, I mean, yeah, but, and, and I won't lie. I mean, when I did the crypto trade, uh, I did it on Bitcoin mm-hmm. and my stop, I put the trade in and I'm not joking with you. My trade lasted all of three minutes <sighs> um, because I, I'm normally that tight on my stop loss. You know, I, I try and keep my stop losses within, at you know, maximum it will be is 5%. And with this one, yeah, I put it in at, uh, I literally put it in at two and a half percent. And you know, I calculated the the where where I went in and where the two two and a half percent would be. So I put in the points on it, and yeah, I was in. I think it was just over three minutes, actually. To be honest, I was in the trade, and the next thing, my stop loss hit, and then it went the other way. And then I mean, I'm like, oh my word, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I
1: mean, to be moving three percent, you know, to be moving three percent in three minutes is <laughs> is something very very scary.
0: Yeah, um, um, you know, a thirty percent, um, even a five percent stop on a crypto on on a, on a on a market as volatile as the crypto as volatile as the crypto market is is quite tight.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, the the the, the thing we've noticed, I mean, and you know, I, I want to be very clear also is that like through us uh, brokers like our like Think Markets and that they our uh the, the the cryptocurrency that you're trading, you're trading a CFD on the cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's got a 10% requirement from a margin point of view. So whatever it's trading at like $40,000, well, $47,000, $48,000 at the moment, mm-hmm. you know, you're putting down literally $4,800 if you want one contract. Um, now, because it's a CFD, obviously you can take out uh, a fraction of a contract. So 0.01 of a contract. But at the end of the day, it's, um, it's tracking... The market that is out there and it's tracking the actual bitcoin uh, yeah. and it's bitcoin usd there's obviously ethereum litecoin and all of these type of things but <clears throat> you know you, you're not physically owning that bitcoin yeah uh, so it's it's designed and and this is very important to understand is that it's designed for traders and if you're coming in and hoping to own a bitcoin then you know what you need to go to another platform. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure how uh, safe still your money will be there. But yeah. Um, and I think uh, myself, I think you, and most people in our industry, um, have always said that Bitcoin is not an investment.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, it's not a it's not a long term it's not a long term investment because it has these type of spikes. I mean, we all know. Of what it did the last time, four thousand to what, twenty thousand dollars and then back down to like two thousand, you know. So that that's the thing to understand of it. It's it's not an investment that you can say, oh, you know what, I'm gonna put my money in 10 years time, I'm gonna look at it and see where it is. Because in 10 years time it could be worthless. Yeah. So we haven't yet and, and and the crypto market is something which isn't been around that long enough for you to actually establish what you know what this market is really going to do um you know like it's a if if you were to take if i would compare it let's say to a company out there like woolworths you know you you pretty much know what they're doing you know where they're getting their money from you know you know exactly how the value of that company is being derived and you know whether or not it will be around in 10 years time with your cryptocurrencies you don't know you just don't know it doesn't have a history um and, you know, you, you could end up with, uh, like, for example, um, regulation in Nigeria, which, were, which has been highly publicized. You know, Nigeria has just stopped any trading in, in uh, cryptocurrency. It doesn't allow it. It's now, you know, it's completely illegal in the country for you to do it. As a Nigerian citizen, you're not allowed to trade in it. So if another country, let's just say for argument's sake, if, uh, imagine if the, if the US were to suddenly do the same thing. Um, we all know then I mean pretty much Tesla's going the other way <laughs> uh, but you know that's the thing and that, and that's the big problem with it. so I always say and 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 this is where i'm I may differ a bit with my counterparts is that for me, I'm saying if you want to be involved in the crypto space, you've got to look at it as a short your short term trading space. <laughs> It's not a it, don't 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 buy and hold.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I wanted to, to to before we get into 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 details on, uh, on on the crypto and in, the in, in, on the cryptocurrencies, particularly Bitcoin. I wanted to 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 get a sense of what 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 are what crypto what are cryptocurrencies exactly, and and how do they differ to 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 the normal currencies that we have? Because it's it's a, a question. Well, uh-huh.
1: yeah. I think, I think the answer to that question everybody's looking for. Um, <laughs> what exactly is a cryptocurrency? Because, and, 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 and the problem that we have with it is that uh, people like myself are the worst people to actually ask this question um, because of our age. And what I mean by that is that you know, we used to growing up in uh, having physical money. Mm -hmm. You know, I must be able to touch it. I must be able to feel it. Yes, fine. It's sitting in my bank account, but I can go to an ATM and withdraw and I'll get physical cash. Um, Bitcoin, it's, you know, one Bitcoin is $48,000. Okay, no problem. How do I get $48,000 in cash? Yeah,
0: and that's a lot of money. Can I
1: go somewhere and say, yeah, I mean, can I go somewhere like to pick and pay or something and say, okay, okay, Here's a, here, I'll give you a Bitcoin and you give me cash. So, you know, it's not that. So it's a very really hard thing to actually comprehend that what a cryptocurrency ultimately is. And then we get these very confusing things that come in, and where we hear suddenly, uh no, guys use uh guys are mining cryptocurrency. And the first thing when you think of mining, you're like, okay, so where is this mine? Are they digging up a coin? <laughs> 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 you know. And then it's, no, it's on computers. And, you know, so I understand that it's, it's something very difficult for somebody to get their head around. And what I always, the, the, the only way I can explain it to somebody is, I always say, think of it almost like an e-wallet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's money being transferred. Like, for example, I go from my phone, you know, my phone is basically ultimately sending money to another phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only difference is I can't withdraw this money so I can go with my phone anywhere and literally say okay here you go I'm making a payment or so it's virtual I know the word virtual is the word to describe it but ultimately that's what it is it's think of it literally like as if you're doing it from one phone to the other phone sending money to each other Mm -hmm. Um, and that's ultimately cryptocurrency it's something very virtual but the big, the big thing which people have a very big problem understanding is that the cryptocurrency is almost infinite, because so long as somebody continuously mines it, and that there, there's going to be more and more and more. Okay, mm-hmm. but the minute that stops, obviously, then well, you know, then it's done. There's nothing more. So while it is almost infinite, it's almost it's also at the end of the day finite as well okay and, and, and
0: th- th- does it have any any real use case other um, than just being a,
1: a, a bigger full asset as you know to your point just a trading instrument so look I mean we all know that they are you, you know very very long time ago remember when Bitcoin was again popular and uh, reaching the highs that it was of its2 20000 mm-hmm. um, dollar I remember pick and pay was saying okay we'll accept Bitcoin you know, mm-hmm. so you could go to pick and pay and you could say, okay, here's my grocery bill. All right. You know what? I have one Bitcoin. It's worth $40,000. Okay. My grocery bill is uh, $10. Um, they would then take $10 worth of your Bitcoin, which then meant you didn't own one Bitcoin. You owned, I don't know, 0.9999 of a Bitcoin, you know? Mm-hmm. So there was, it was, they were trying to see how they could make this almost into a currency um, but what has happened since is that it, obviously when Bitcoin crashed, you know, what? it became almost like, uh, owning a Zimbabwean dollar it's worthless, yeah. you know, so that's the, that, that was really truly the use. Now, again, you know, we're seeing this huge surge in Bitcoin again, and now we're hearing of potentially companies wanting to allow you to use Bitcoin to buy things. Um, but again, I don't see it just taking off. I really just don't see that happening, um, to be very, very honest. So, yes, there is use for it. Um, you know, Bitcoin obviously is the most popular one. But it, I mean, I'll give you an example. If you own Litecoin, what can you actually do with it? Exactly. Um,
0: There's nothing. Yeah, and, and, and because it's, it's such a volatile asset, um, how, how, how do you even know the actual price when, when transacting? Because... Um, for example, if you if you have a restaurant and you're accepting bitcoins, I could, I could you know, the price of a drink could change within a matter of seconds. You know, in between you typing in <laughs> the bill, <laughs> in yeah. you in the bill and me paying, the price of that bitcoin should could have changed.
1: Exactly, um, you know, but and that's exactly it. Is fine. You want to accept bitcoin, but what what you'll end up finding is that you're going to find retailers and them having to say, okay, I'm going to try and fix it, you know? And then I'm going to say, no. Uh, So you're going to have somebody at a shop, like maybe pick and pay saying, okay, fine. Today, uh, I'm looking at the start of Bitcoin. It's at like 48,000, but I'm seeing it's going down. Okay, for me, I'm going to declare that a Bitcoin is only worth Mm 46,000. So you as a consumer, then are going to sit there and go, what are you talking about? You know, uh, mine, it should be worth 48 so my grocery shouldn't cost me $10. It should cost me $8. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you going to be able to say, and then he's going to say, no, I'm sorry. This is where we, we use this methodology. And, you know, so it's not, it's not regulated in any way. Now, and, and, and that means pretty much um, you're going to end up with that problem. How is a consumer, if let's say Bitcoin becomes a currency, how exactly is the consumer going to get the best value out of it? And there's a very good chance they won't, um, yeah. because of it being so volatile. Uh, I mean, since we're speaking right now, I mean that thing's moved <laughs> everywhere right now. You know, <laughs> I mean, the, 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 I wish we could. I wish on a podcast we could show people a graph, but if we had to show people a graph right now of, of Bitcoin, they they wouldn't believe what it's actually done just since we've been talking.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bitcoin, Bitcoin is insane.
1: Yeah. So that's the reason why I'm saying, as much as people are talking okay we'll accept it maybe as a currency and everything else the big question is exactly what you're saying what then is the actual value so when i go and buy something what are you what amount are you going to give me you're going to give me the amount at 8 a.m or you're going to give me the amount as it is at the time i'm paying
0: yeah. and mm-hmm.
1: like you're saying in the, by the time i actually pay you a minute has gone past this thing could have gone from forty thousand to ten thousand.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's that that volatility is quite crazy. Um, we yeah. were chatting before we hit the record button. Um, about you know you guys, uh, you guys have have the, the you know a, a couple of big Bitco- um a couple of cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. in your in your platform. You mm-hmm. know, as CFDs, can you walk us through um, trading cryptos as a CFD. Um, the risks that the, that are there for both. Um, as, as clients, and for you as as a as a
1: broker. Okay, so uh, let's let's maybe take a take a step back from a risk as a broker, um, because everybody wants to know what's in it for, for you as a broker. Why would you offer this if there's you know nothing for you to be uh, you know if you're not going to make any anything out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so first and foremost, from a, a a CFD point of view, we hedge everything. On cryptocurrency mm-hmm. if you're making a profit i'm making the same profit if you're making a loss i'm making the same loss and i'm passing it back to you as a client so i'm making absolutely no money on the number of contracts you are trading or anything else so there's nothing in the background where i'm going and buying you know a whole lot of bitcoin and everything else whatever you places in order whether you're long or short that's exactly what i've got okay mm-hmm. we call it one for one Ultimately. The second part to that is then, okay, so then I'm not making any money as a broker, then why do I offer it? Well, the one thing that we do do is obviously like, you know, anything that you hold, you know, there's a swap rate involved. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that being is what happens is, remember, when it comes to Bitcoin with us, we've got a CFD. So, let's say the Bitcoin, like I said earlier, is $48,000. Well, you only have to put down 10% as a margin, all right? Mm-hmm. But remember, I have to go and physically buy a Bitcoin in the background. Mm-hmm. So I'm paying $48,000 for one Bitcoin. That difference between your margin and obviously the price of that Bitcoin, because I'm buying one physical Bitcoin, I'm technically borrowing you that money. So I charge you an overnight interest rate. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that obviously dependent on, so Bitcoin, we use the, 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 the LIBOR rate there for it. And that rate is liable plus three percent. If you long, uh, you get charged that interest. And if you short, obviously there's a payment interest as well, mm-hmm. okay? Which is liable minus three. And because of where LIBOR is, pretty much you are getting zero. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna if you short, you're not gonna earn anything. Oh, okay. uh, I, I, but that's ultimately where I as a broker make money. That's it, okay? And it's not that much, but the point is, is that like with any stock broker, it's about the more clients are trading, the more I'm borrowing, the more I'm making then on that uh, swap rate. Oh, okay, got you. Okay, but it's a fixed rate. And I mean, if I, if I were to give you an example, like JIBA is about 3.5%. So the interest rate is only at about 6%. It actually works out at less than prime, which is quite scary. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's what's in it for me as a broker. The other thing is, is that during these short period of times, the the advanced trader, the really good traders out there are making very good money out of it. Mm-hmm. But they are not greedy and that's very important. Yeah. So, I mean, we've seen clients who have bought it, you know, at literally at 47,000 and the minute it goes to 48, they'll just close out. Mm-hmm. You know, take the profit, leave it, that's it done and dusted. Um, and there, what the, the advantage to me is that I know that trader is going to be a long-term trader. Mm-hmm. they then going to start, they'll take the, the $1,000 profit that they've made, and you'll see it'll move into something which is a lot less risky, like CFD shares.
0: Oh, okay. Got you. So the okay.
1: client isn't just going to be with me. Yeah. So that's the nice thing of it from our side, is that we, number one, yes, clients are generating profits. But what you're also finding is a lot of our good traders that are generating good profits and closing out the way they should, is that they they also now expanding where their trades are going. Oh, okay. Okay. From a client point of view, the nice thing is that you don't need forty-eight thousand dollars to to buy a bitcoin. And actually trade in a bitcoin,
0: yeah. you're
1: able to trade with you know a tenth of that. And in fact, you can even trade with a one hundredth of it because you can buy 0.01 of a contract Mm -hmm. so that means it comes right down to the fact that literally if you had just arguments sake five thousand rand you could actually go in and actually buy uh at least get exposure to the bitcoin market
0: oh okay and 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 on your on your hedge um uh i think markets obviously can't speak for other brokers is it a Net, um, net position hedge or each and every client is hedged?
1: When it comes to your cryptocurrencies, like I just said to you, when something is moving in three minutes, 3%, uh, we don't believe in net hedge. <laughs> we do one for <laughs> one hedge. <laughs> Zero risk. Um, I can't, you know what, let's be honest. Let's say if I didn't hedge that and a client would do, and I was, you know, on a mon- on that Monday, just before the Tesla announcement came up. Mm-hmm. Let's say I was on a, you know, a net hedge. Can you imagine how, what it would be like? Because majority of clients in trading, I mean, you and I both know this, are always long. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have the right hedge in place, well, I would have been actually bankrupt.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is exactly why I was asking you that question.
1: Yeah, no, the, the, like I said, for me, Hedge, especially cryptos and the way cryptos move, and you know what? it's it's a very, it's a policy in, in at Think Markets. We ensure that we try that we we make sure that we are always hedging our clients. Mm. Um, I'm not here to make money, you know, and 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 I know where that question also comes from is because we know that there are those certain brokers out there um, who pretty much make money on clients' losses. Yeah, you know, we know that. And for us, it's not about that. We you know what, we, we're not here to make money on your client on clients' losses. And then when clients because what happens if you if you're a broker that's making money on client losses, when you get a Bitcoin market, I mean, or even a SASL market, mm-hmm. well, I'm not hedging then, remember? Because I just want to make the profit on your on your trade and I want you to lose money. Now you're gonna make so much of money, guess what? I'm gonna be in trouble. Where do I get the cash to fund your profit now? And that's when brokers start doing these things where they go, okay, sorry, you know what? My my withdrawal system is not working. Contact me in one week. Then one week later, you're contacting them. Okay, just give us another week. <laughs> because the problem has been they've just been blown out of the water. They don't have the money anymore because they didn't also hedge. And I think markets, internationally regulated. So we're not just, you know, the, the thing to understand is that we regulated here by the FSCA in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we regulated by the, uh, in the UK by the what's it the FCA, and we regulated in Australia and we regulated in other markets as well. So we don't just have to adhere to the South African regulation. We we've got to ensure we are adhering to regulations worldwide.
0: Yeah.
1: So you know, and and, and that's one of the things that is that I won't lie is really and truly amazing about the the way we do things. And that's why I say the crypto side of things, short term trading, come in, trade, see if you can make money, but be very careful. Just remember you can lose as well. And you can lose a lot if you don't have stop losses in that. But for us, I will make sure that whether you win or lose, you know what, your money's always safe. And that's important.
0: No, okay, gotcha, gotcha. You. Um, um, you know, in, in recent times, uh, um, uh, cryptocurrencies have been used uh, almost as a clickbait or uh, um, uh, as, as, as a bait for for scams. Can, can you help uh-huh. us um, how to spot a scam and how to spot a legitimate, um, whether it's over-the-counter broker or a, a, a broker without necessarily... Because some of these regulations are quite complicated for... Um, for lack of a better word, for a
1: layman. Yeah. So there's, so the first thing you'll notice there is even the scam brokers at one point were doing this. They would just put on their website, we have an FSCA license. We're an Mm -hmm. FSP, we've got an FSCA license, okay? The easiest way to pick it up is go to the company's website. Uh, I mean, not the company, sorry, go to the FSCA's website,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Okay and look for the, it's called registered FSPs. You can then look and you can search for the company's name. Okay. So you can search for Think Markets. there. When you click on that Think Markets, it'll give you everything about the company. The one thing I always say to people is that if the company has got, now the minimum requirement from the FSCA is that you must have what they call a key individual Individual and a compliance officer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, majority of these brokers do have that. They have a key interview. You have a look at something called the phase representatives. Mm-hmm. And you'll start picking up that they don't have phase representatives. And the reason for that is because there isn't anybody there who can do that service, provide what we call an intermediary service. And the minute you start noticing that companies don't have phase representatives, it's a very big sign to say, let me just double check these things. Okay. Mm -hmm. The second thing is when it comes to crypto, do not go with people whose names are not reputable in the industry. Now, what I mean by that is do not be going with a company who is called, I don't know, you know, um, a Ridwan CC or, or Ridwan's Ridwan Bitcoin. You know, uh, you, you go and you look at it and you're going to see Ridwan will have all the wonderful things. He's just created a website anything and that day. Um Don't go with it. You know what? Look and see, how, where is this, is this company really credible? And I'm not talking about going to the, you know, broker reviews and doing a Google broker search and all of these things and that there. I'm saying go to the FSCA's websites and double check these things. When was this company in existence from? Okay, mm-hmm. what is the presence? So I'll, I'll give you a very good company, and 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 I'm you know I'm I'll I'm, I'll happily tell anybody on your pot- podcast if they want to buy physical Bitcoin, go to Luno. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is reputable. Um, you know what? They they a company that is linked with the banks. They have. Proper client trust accounts. They are, well, believe it or not, Luno's backed worldwide as well. And they've been doing a fantastic job in it, right? Mm -hmm. Secondly, if you're going to trade cryptos and the likes, go to the proper regulated brokers. The other thing also is that there's a a new, new part of the FSCA's license that has come out which is around what we call over-the-counter derivative providers. It's called an ODP license. Mm -hmm. And if you click on that on the FSCA's website under registered entities, you'll see there's this thing called OTC um, providers. And if you click on that, there's a list there of companies who are currently allowed to be uh, derivative providers. Uh... Go to that, have a look and see. If the company's name is not there, okay, Immediately, red flag should be shooting through you. (laughs) You know, the other thing I like, I always say is that I mean, if you if somebody just has a cat one license, go and have a look and see if they've got phase representatives. I mean, I'll give you a good example. Um, you go onto our website and you'll see a whole host of our staff as phase representatives Mm -hmm. because they're providing an intermediary service at the end of the day. You know, we don't give advice and we don't do advice and all of that. But at the end of the day, we are helping. Like I'm sitting with uh, you right now, and we're talking about cryptocurrencies. And we're saying to people, here's the facts." you know, we have tight stop losses because it's a volatile uh, business. Mm-hmm. But that's an intermediary service that I'm providing. And that's why all of our staff are phased representatives. And to be a phased representative also means that you've got to have the knowledge. You've got to have the understanding of how markets work. Yeah. And obviously they've got, they are, they are approved in that. And to explain what a phase representative is, I'm sure you've done an insurance quote, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you've done a short-term insurance quote without fail, you're the guy from whatever company you're doing the insurance quote with. He'll say, my name is Ridwan and I'm a phase representative. I'm currently under supervision. Why? Because he's allowed to actually sell the product from a regulatory point of view. He's, Qualified in that sense, he understands it. He knows what he can and can't say.
0: okay, got you, got you. Um, okay. Because I, I wanted to 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 get to um, what like some of the the, the counterparty risks that you take, mm-hmm. you take on as a trader when you're trading crypto um, cryptocurrencies. Because whether you're trading um, OTC um, um, CFD equity CFDs or you're trading um, uh, um, uh, O2C FX, there's a, there's a, there's a big counter, counterparty risk there so can you enlighten right. us some of the uh, uh, risks that we have as traders yeah. against the uh, our counterparts being our brokers
1: so remember the minute you're in a derivative environment you've got counterparty risk so to give you and, and just to explain to everybody what counterparty risk is it's the following Your money that is sitting with, even in a bank, let's say your money is in a money market account with Mm -hmm. uh, one of the big banks. All right. Tomorrow, the big bank goes under for whatever reason. They file for liquidation or whatever the case may be. Okay. You're not guaranteed that money. You're a creditor to the bank. Okay. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the derivative side of things, the same thing applies. The difference here though is, is that you are now exposed to something. Remember, you don't physically own a share. You don't have, you You have, there's a contract in place that gives you exposure to that share.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, the, the crypto market is exactly the same. Somebody can be selling you something in crypto, you're not gonna be able to, because there's no physical, you know, share certificate or an exchange behind it or anything else, you don't really know if you actually own that, you know, or you have exposure to that. It's, so, counterparty risk would be tomorrow, like I said, Ridwan Bitcoin uh, CC uh, says, uh-oh, guess what, uh, Bula went and made a million rand profit. I don't have a million rand profit uh, <laughs> because I didn't hedge or anything. I didn't buy the Bitcoin. Well, guess what? I'm done. Thank you. I'll file for liquidation. Your million rand is gone.
0: Yeah. There's so- no,
1: you, you've got nothing, you've got nothing there, Okay. Mm-hmm. Your money that you've deposited with them, he can claim he spent it and or used <laughs> it to to do whatever. Your money is gone. So it, that's the reason why counterparty risk is so important. That when you're trading, as especially when you are trading, and you're trading with large sums of money, the question is, is that institution number one able to continuously uh, manage my position? Firstly, from a hedge point of view. Secondly. What exactly do they have in place for me if they go under? So I'll give you a very good example, which, believe it or not, not a single broker in South Africa and uh, in you've known, and I'm sure quite a few of your listeners will know. Uh, I mean, I've worked with the big banks as brokers and the likes. But the one thing Think Markets did was not only are you, you know, obviously if Think Markets goes under, well, it's the worldwide Think Markets, not just South Africa. So you, mm-hmm. your counterparty risk is to Think Markets global. So if the whole global company were to go under tomorrow, the question is, where's my cash, my deposit? What we did is think markets actually took out an insurance policy worth a million dollars for its clients.
0: So it's, so so it's for a million
1: deposit per client. Yep. Okay. So literally, and it's with Lloyds of London. So there has to be like almost a trifecta problem. The whole country, South Africa, would obviously have to, or wherever, whichever country Think Markets is in, all. Uh, I mean, we we're in more than 15 countries, but all 15 countries have to go bankrupt or think markets. So that's the first one piece. Okay, mm-hmm. that would mean obviously the economy is the economy is pretty much gone to shreds. So I wouldn't even be worried by that time about where my money is because I'd be more <laughs> worried about how am I going to get food. Okay, but anyway, and then the third trifecta of that is. Lloyd's of London, as an insurance broker and its reinsurer, have to totally go bust as well. Okay. Okay. So, whereas with, with your a normal broker, a regulated broker, um, whether it's with the blue, red, turquoise bank of South Africa, your counterparty risk is to the bank and its balance sheet.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So, so, okay. so, when when it comes to 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 brokers, is there a way of um, checking if the the broker, you know, for example, obviously can't speak for other brokers, but at least for Think Market, mm-hmm. a way to to find out one if um, uh, Think Market is well capitalized for all for yeah. the hedges, and you know if that insurance is is um, is, is still in good.
1: There is a ve- you know what it's a simple question, and you actually asked it already. First question is. Do you hedge? Do you hedge every single trade that I do? Can you guarantee me that? Mm -hmm. Right? That's the first thing. Ask them to put that in writing that they do hedge. Okay? If Mm -hmm. need be. Second piece is, what insurance do you have? So like, for example, Think Markets has a million dollars worth of an insurance policy. And if you go on the website under search, you type in $1 million, you'll see it will come up. You can even get the certificate there. Um, so I can show, you know, that's proof as well. All right. Mm-hmm. The other thing is the big problem is that like, for example, um, you know, if a company is not listed on another exchange, you're not going to be able to have access to their financials.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So I'm not going to put down any of the smaller brokers because trust me, smaller brokers are very well capitalized and they, they really and truly do a fantastic job. But, um, what I'm saying is, is that if you ask those type of questions, and you get the right answer, you'll know exactly what is happening. The big thing is, is and, and, and a big thing which will say to you that the client, that there's a problem. What is a red flag? If you go to a broker and the broker says, I'll give you bonus deposits. That's a red flag. Mm-hmm. In my book, that is the biggest red flag that you can have. That's in my book. Um, if, if they're giving you a bonus deposit, because that's not real money. They're just upping up your gearing. Uh, and if a client and somebody's able to literally say, okay, for every hundred Rand you give me, I'm gonna give you another hundred Rand. Um, you know, like a hundred percent, you know, these bonus deposits. Okay, so that means you're gonna hedge with whose money and whose margin and uh, how are you actually gonna hedge? Because you're hedging literally a hundred times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I we actually uh, we had a chat with Simon about about this very thing. He, he he said basically these brokers are betting on you losing money.
1: Exactly. If you're gonna bet, if if those bro- because that's how they do it. But like I said, the big problem comes in is the broker is not going to be around tomorrow if uh, you go and make a big profit. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they try and do things which aren't exactly very legal and they'll try and, I don't know, you know, potentially <laughs> they could, they, they'll want to do price manipulations and everything else. So yeah. Okay. And in fact, you know, there was, there was one thing I'll tell you, and and this was, um, and, I, and I'm not, and I'm not joking. This is one of the biggest clients that we have at Think Markets. Okay. Uh, he's a predominantly, he's, he's very well known, so I can't tell you his name or anything else. But He's a phenomenally wealthy person who loves to, you know, take and, and he uses his money to trade, but he trades very well and everything else. I mean, he's been around for quite some time. But this client, what he did was he said, you know what, I'm gonna test think markets out. And this is what he did. He deposited a thousand Rand into the account. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm talking this is a multimillionaire, by the way, right? He put a thousand Rand into our account. He then placed one trade on the account. And then he requested to withdraw his 1,000 rand. Two things he said he looked out for. First and foremost, did we process his withdrawal? So withdrawals, obviously we process it within 24 hours of receiving your instruction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, no offense, I can't be awake 24 uh, seven. I have support team awake <laughs> 24 <but>, uh, seven, <laughs> um, but we process it within 24 hours. Number two, we'll pay the money back to, obviously, if it's from your bank account, we'll pay it back to your bank account. It has to be in your name. Mm-hmm. So he also said he wanted to see whether or not, do we ask you for your proof of banking? If I Because he did a, an ETF and, you know, a transfer to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it exchange, no, sorry, EFT. I always get confused. <laughs> he did an EFT. So the minute he requested the withdrawal, the first thing our finance department say is, sorry, can you please provide us with uh, a, your, a copy of your bank statement in your name? He sent mm-hmm. it through to us, he'll process it, no problem. So he was looking to see, hey, wait a minute, why, firstly, are you adhering to things like your anti-money laundering, you know, your fake, the, the FIC fake Act and everything else? Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. We did that piece. We transferred his money back to him, okay? Mm-hmm. That meant his money deposit and withdrawal was fine, even though he placed the trade. The third thing that he said he looked for was he waited two days. He wanted to see if somebody's going to phone him and say to him, Mr. So-and-so, do you know you missed this trade? Why did you withdraw the money? You shouldn't have withdrawn it. You should be in this trade. You should actually be looking at the USD and this, this, and this. And, you know, you could have made this much and this much. Mm -hmm. If that's the type of calls you're getting after you use your broker for the first time, do me a favor, close that account immediately. Because if a broker is so concerned that you've withdrawn the money and you've missed trades and everything else, okay, they're more worried about that than actually phoning you and saying, Mr. So-and-so, you know what? I wanted to find out how can I help you? How can I actually help you trade? Is there something I can help you with? And if you say, no, you know what? I'm just having a look at your system or anything else. If they are pushy, Walk away. Do not uh-huh. go with that broker at all. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um,
0: yeah, we're, we're gonna park it here. Thank you very much, Redwin, for your time. Really, really appreciate it. Um, before we before I let you go, man, is there anything you want to add on on the on the cryptos?
1: I do want to add one thing on to everybody listening to your podcast. Um, try the cryptos if you know how to trade. If you do not know how to trade, do not Feel bad. Oh, you missed out on the on this bubble and everything else and that there. Please, you've missed if you've missed the train, you've missed the train. Just leave it right now. Okay. Rather look at something else. But if you are a person who knows how to trade and you want to trade, go for it. Just remember one thing also, Njibullo. The crypto market is open 24 7. Mm-hmm. And it is trading like crazy 24 <laughs> 7. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, because when we go when we when our market closes here at, at five o'clock, the US market has just opened. Okay, mm-hmm. and this crypto never sleeps. I'm talking; it doesn't. Unlike even FX, you know, FX at least sleeps maybe on a Sunday um, <laughs> or Saturday, whichever. <laughs> one. I can never remember which one it is because there's a day there. You know, um, this thing is trading on Sunday at midnight, and it is volatile as hell on a Sunday at midnight (laughs) so (laughs) my message is very very clear go into trading of Bitcoin if you know what you are doing if you do not understand trading or anything else please follow Simon follow Njabulo they have a very good uh, weekly trading uh, webinar have a look and follow them To, to rather do that but if you understand trading and you understand the crypto market go ahead and trade (laughs) By the way, the one thing I've also noticed, um, technical analysis don't seem to work in the crypto market. (laughs) Yeah,
0: uh, That thing is too volatile for technicals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can't get a trend line, can you? (laughs) It's very, very difficult to get a trend line there. Yeah, because while you're drawing the trend line, it changes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's that, that's pretty. That's pretty much. Um, I, other than the fact that it's um uh, trading overnight, that's pretty much one of the reasons why I don't, um, trade in the in the in, in the in the cryptocurrency space. In fact, that's why I don't trade currencies.
1: Period. Yeah. Look, I mean, like I said, it's 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 not for everybody, and um, and that's the reason why my comment is that if you are, if you are really interested in trading crypto then that means you do understand trading. If you don't understand trading, please stay away from it. Um, it's crazy. It's really, really crazy. I, I, I can't... Uh, I, there's <laughs> nothing else I can give you as a warning. I don't know what else to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, stay, stay away from, from 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 trading Bitcoin if you don't know what you're doing and definitely stay away uh, from, from people that promise you to mining b- cryptocurrency or some weird... Um, uh cryptos. If you wanna, if you wanna own some cryptos, Luno is one of the best way. Uh, one of the best reputable brokers there's are. I actually had um some uh, some some bitcoins with Luno back in the 2017 boom. Uh,
1: you and me both. Unfortunately, um, I, I, I did profit. <laughs> yes, uh, that's the same problem I had. I bought and I and I and I'll be open and honest of this year. I bought Ethereum. Um, I bought it at 4,000 Rand. I bought one Ethereum at 4,000 Rand, and this thing got to 6,000 Rand. and I went, Oh my word, okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my that that was the extent of my trading in uh in, in crypto, uh, in the sense of actually owning a crypto. Um, and they gave me, and and but Luno give you like, I think, uh like 10 rand worth of a Bitcoin, you know, if you refer somebody or something like that, I can't remember. And uh, my wife opened an account and she wanted to see what this thing was about as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had, I had 10 rand of Bitcoin. Uh, and that reminds me, I should actually go and see if my 10 rand is still there. It's quite a lot.
0: <laughs> that 10 rand is quite a lot. Probably a thousand rand today.
1: Mm, no, nah, it can't be that much. No, <laughs> 10 rand would be, it'll be about a hundred bucks. You know, it'll be about a hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah, I can go get a nice burger. <laughs> yeah, not a
0: bad return, not a bad return. Um, yeah. yeah, well, that's it for the show um, this week. Be, be sure not to miss another episode of the show by subscribing on the favorite Podcatcher. We everywhere where good podcasts are aggregated. Do join us this evening as you're listening, Wednesday evening, 5.30 uh, with Simon Brown and myself. Follow The Trader. Uh, link to i'll leave the link to the zoom uh webinar in the show notes below otherwise thank you for listening um thank you red one for your time check you next time on the video stream. cheers
1: thank you very much enjoy